<sighs> I do love lounging around Max Mansion, but it gets boring from time to time. That's why I've subscribed to the Britannia Wrestling Promotions On Demand services. BWP On Demand? That's right, Vlad the Lad. BWP On Demand. How much does this cost? It costs £3.99 a month, and for that, you get all the newest releases days after they're filmed. Of course, there's also a huge back catalogue of BWP events, plus exclusive backstage content. Now, that's a bargain in any language. Do you know how to access these services, Vlad? No, of course you don't, you sneaky little Russian. All you've got to do is go to www.britanniawrestling.co.uk and follow the links. It's as easy as that. Now, Vlad, what are you doing in my house again? Stop eating my biscuits and get out. Okay, love you. Gemma, he's done it! Wait, what? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you're listening to BWP Encore Radio! I'm your host as always, and BWP's technical saviour to the masses, Chris Dutton. And joining me as always, he's BWP's resident alky, but he's also the hardest working, best looking referee in British wrestling today. It's me, Max Davis, and alongside me... He's not jumping, but he is BWP's newest referee, Johnny Goodman. Glorious! What the fuck was that? What? This? Glorious! How come he gets a soundbite, Chris? We don't get one, you don't get one. I don't get one, you don't get one. What's happening? Well, apparently he thinks he's glorious. It's not apparent. Oh, it's a given, is it? Well, you get your own little one-fall gimmick. So I thought that I could have my own little thing. You know, Chris has got his technical saviour bullshit and I thought it's time for, for me to shine. Do you know why I do the one four gimmick? No, I don't know why you do the one four gimmick. Say it. This podcast is scheduled for one four. Do you know why Chris doesn't do the one four gimmick? Chris, say it. This podcast is scheduled for one four. And this is why I do it. And this podcast is scheduled for one fall. And that happens only because I am Max Davis. Anyway, that's enough of that shenanigans because we have a really special guest with us this evening. He is the founder and owner of BWP. He is Mr. Steve Saxon. Thank you very much, Max. Did you like your intro? I did, loved it. Good, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Okay, Steve, you haven't been around. Where you been, man? No, I'm out. It's the first time in eight years. I was going to take a bit of a break. So I took the summer season off. How selfish. Uh, the busiest yeah. part of the year and you yeah, take it off. Yeah, it is the busiest part of the year, but I've got a great team behind me, haven't I? I've got a great management team. Got Thank a great you. Let's be honest. Great production team that are all pretty much sat around the table. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yourself as well, Max. 
Uh, you know, Chris runs Epping backstage, and he's been shadowing me about twelve months now, eighteen months uh, since last February. Don't you know, yeah, a shadow man, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I was just watching. Uh, <laughs> um, so Chris runs backstage for me, uh, and everybody else is running around. And over the past eighteen months, I've been gearing up to be able to take a few weeks off. I think for. First time in eight years, that's not bad really. Well deserved few weeks off, I must I agree, say. I agree, and I've really enjoyed it as well. And I've missed being involved in the shows, but I've not missed it at the same time. It's been nice to actually spend the uh, summer holidays with my, uh, with my family for a change. It's just like being stuck in a time warp for me, because the first ever BWP Encore radio show... Was your last ever BWP no, radio it show? It wasn't. <laughs> it should have been. I, I, should have I, been. Done about, <laughs> I was done about six or seven. However, the first ever one was recorded right here, in your dining room. It was me, you. No, just me and you. That was, what it. was it. Just me and you. I seem to remember another one with Dylan Roberts. And that, that was that was one of the, the other ones that come afterwards. And there was like a dark shadow in the corner of somebody else that was here as well. Dark shadow? LGBT. Oh, was it you? It yeah, he was. No, that was after one of the Debbie Candles. That was because yeah, I was, was after Debbie Candles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's a bit nostalgic and it's. Uh, Bringing back really good memories, and I just want to say thank you very much for having me back on the encore. Nothing team. to do with me at all. Oh, okay. And nothing to do with me kissing your feet and then you bitch slapping me. It may have had something to do with that. Okay. Right. Okay. We have to talk about this thing that's been going on for some time now between you and Danzig. I mean, you are you were scheduled to make an appearance at some season week one. I was. Um, from our point of view, the place fell into darkness. Yes. There was some sort of ruckus. A uh, lot of noise going on, and then next thing we know, the lights have come back up, and there's nothing but an empty ring. Uh, yeah, I mean, the week one of the summer season, I, I wasn't supposed to have been there. Uh, it wasn't uh, a scheduled appearance. I was over in um, uh, Pathali with the family that weekend, and uh, I got a call from one of the managers saying that I needed to be there because dancing was kicking off backstage. So I'm, I did arrange for a quick dash from Pathali down to Rill, and I made it just in time for the uh, first bow. Um... Kim announced me to the ring and I was all set to go to the ring and all of a sudden, I, well that's all I seem to remember for a few minutes, uh, get jumped by somebody or somebodies, um, obviously I don't know who it is, we can all guess that it was obviously Danzig, um, I remember waking up a couple of minutes later and you know, felt a bit, a bit crappy over it and I just got seen to and everything was done, um, Kim kind of patched me up a little bit and I my only priority that weekend was to get back to Pathali to the, um, to the family so... I went back to Pathali and I kind of got my thoughts uh, back together and I decided, well, I'm going to leave the rest of the summer season. I'm not going to bother going down there and getting involved anymore. Uh, what will be, will be. And then at the end of the summer season, Chris was good enough to send me all the um, links over for all the videos and I've been able to sit down and uh, <coughs> excuse me and uh, watch them all back. And it seems that Danzig's been at it all summer long, um, doing pretty much what he said he was going to do. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's been interfering in people's matches, he's been costing people matches, he's just been causing just absolute mayhem at the shows. I mean, he's been a bit of a nightmare, to be honest with you. I mean, Danzig's been a nightmare since the day we booked him back in 2010, I think it was, he first came over to BWP. Um, He's always been a troublemaker. I'm quite ashamed to say, well, no, I'm not ashamed, I'm... It's not one of my best moments of the day that I signed Danzig, uh, but I was the guy that signed him originally um, via DJ King. Um, so it's DJ's fault? Uh, well, everything's DJ's fault. Um, he's a troublemaker, he always has been. He's always after the attention. He's after the wrong sort of attention. In the summer season, he, he got it. You know, From what I've seen back and from what I've been hearing from the fans and from the, from the guys backstage and from the management team, 
he's just been absolutely pain in the arse all summer long. Yeah, and those BBB fans that have been with us for some time might recognise him because, of course, we have seen uh, another incarnation of him. In yeah, I mean, uh, when he first came out, it was him and his brother, um, and he didn't want to name Danzig, he wanted to name uh, Craig Winters, which is you know actually his name. Um, his and brother, he was a, pain in the he was a massive pain in the arse, and he was a right smelly bastard about that as well. Um, and he was different at the time, he was completely different from anything we had on the roster, he was different from anything that I'd seen in the British wrestling scene. Um, and I, I like that. I like that. I like bringing something unique to the uh, table. So we drafted him in, he, and he was part of a faction that I was kind of leading along with DJ King at the time, the brand. Um, we had our differences then, and then one thing led to another. And you know, uh, I kind of left the brand, and then Danzig, when I wasn't there to look over him, and he had DJ King as a kind of a mentor and an influence. That's kind of when he really, really hit the uh, you know the darkness, if you like, and that's when he got really dark and and shit happened. But that was 2010, man. That was like six years ago. You know, it's, it's time to move on and get over it. And why he's out there calling me out every week, I've no idea. Yeah, I mean, the thing we've got to address here is obviously, you know, you've had issues with Danzig for a long time now. But obviously, you've seen the footage of what's been going on at these shows. He he wants you in the ring for whatever reason it is. I mean, what do you have to say in retaliation? It's pretty to- obvious, isn't it? It's pretty obvious. When did it all this start? Calling me out the as scene. soon as the Young Dragons tournament was it? Yeah, it was soon as Dylan Roberts Absolutely, made his go. return. And Young Dragons tournament again, a new uh, show for BWP where we, you know, we were looking at the young talents of British wrestling, and it was a great show over in Denby, of course. Hashtag Denby. Um, so the young, yeah, so the Young Dragons, and that's uh, that's when he started with the old Steve thing, and the video started happening, and it was obvious why uh, I brought Dylan Roberts back. And I can kind of understand, I can see where he's coming from, you know, uh, several months before, was it last last August, last well, last September? Um, it was Lethal Intentions. Lethal Intentions 3, yeah. Uh, Korea versus Korea match uh, for the Welsh title and Danzig went over and I was the man that uh, unfortunately had to get in the ring and count, uh, my good friend Dylan Roberts. Um, Max not up to his job yet again. Well, Max got, well, you know, he got sparked out as usual. Um, standard. 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 <laughs> Um, and I had to count Dylan out Dylan got, uh, lost his career fair and square to Danzig he absolutely did but then a, a couple of shows before Young Dragons I went out there and said look forget everything you've seen forget everything that you've heard this is the new era of BWP and something that Danzig forgets is that the last time he and I met which we have done once and that one time was at Denver Town Hall when he and a tag team partner of his Kieran McConnell the classic Kieran McConnell Went up against me. Uh, no, sorry, I had Kieran McConnell in my corner, sorry. And uh, Danzig had DJ King in his corner. And I remember it well. It was the second match I ever refed. Well, there you go. And you did a fantastic job because I won. And Danzig lost that match, therefore he and DJ King were both fired. He was given a second chance. So the fact that he's kicking up this fuss, it makes no sense to me because all I've done to Dylan is exactly the same. I've given Dylan the same second chance that Danzig had. And Danzig wouldn't be where he is now. He wouldn't have gone through the League of Balance. He wouldn't have been the guy that brought brought the coffee match into the BWP. He wouldn't be the guy that retired Dylan Roberts. He wouldn't be the guy that's been a Welsh champion. He wouldn't have been the villain of the year if he didn't get that second chance. So why don't other people deserve that? And why is he the one that's kicking up the fuss when all I've done is what I did for him and with him? So I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I do get it. I understand, but I don't understand why he's being such a dick about it. So he's made it obvious that he wants to see you face to face. 
So September twenty fourth, Denby Town Hall Brawl eight, the purge. The purge, nice, absolutely. Are you going to face off with Dante? Are you going to see him face to face in the BW? I have ring? no problem at all stepping in that ring or backstage or outside in a bar wherever meeting Danzig face to face and having a chat with Danzig I am retired from professional wrestling I've been retired for near enough five years now yes I appeared in the Rumble but that was set up I set up of course set it up Phil Woodline was out first Pitbull was out second Dean was out third I was out fourth Dean and Pitbull were there to get rid of the red right hand which we knew they would be out there and I wanted that a couple of minutes with Phil. I did not You need... wanted more than a couple of minutes. I did. You suspended oh, well, yeah, the well, I, Originally, I wanted a couple of minutes. But then, okay, as we got into it, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed beating him up. I did, absolutely. I, I enjoyed it, too. Honestly. I think everybody yeah. enjoyed it. And, I, you know, it was nice to be back in the ring again. It was, but I couldn't do it full-time again, especially. And I, couldn't I do another full match physically? Yeah, absolutely. I could mentally. I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. I don't anymore. even think you have the time because you well, exactly. you play as, as I've proven this year, I can't even be at all the shows as I used to be. I've gone from being the guy that does absolutely every single job there is to do in a promotion to a guy that can literally sit backstage and watch everybody else do it. And, you know, I, I don't want to sound big-headed there because sometimes I, I think, oh man, this sucks. I really do miss pressing play on the, on the laptop. I, I do miss pulling the curtain or refereeing matches or being physically involved in matches. Steve McMahon, that's what we're calling <laughs> it. has but been known before. Yeah, I do miss that side of the business, but I just don't, as you say, I don't have the time to actually get in there. So if Danzig thinks that he's barking, he's barking at this tree where he's going to end up getting a match with me, that is highly, highly, highly unlikely. But a face-to-face chat, I'm quite an approachable guy. I'll speak to anybody. The reason he wasn't able to talk to me over the summer season was, A, when I was there, somebody, let's say somebody, decided that they didn't want me there. So I was quite happy to go back to Bethali and watch the uh, Taylor Swift tribute act, which was fucking terrible. Uh, I had the rest of the summer season off to be with my family, which I decided months in advance. So I wasn't going to speak to I wasn't going to put him before my family. September 24th, Purge Night in Denby. Wish I was there because it's, in my mind, one of the greatest creations I've ever come up with. One of the greatest ideas. And we will get on to that after Max uh, and guys, of course. Um, but I can't be there because that's the night that I fly back out to Spain for the third time this year. Um, eight years for the BW, third time? For the third time. Yeah, eight, years of, the top, eight years at yeah. BWP with no holiday at all. And I'm talking no holidays and not even a weekend at Blackpool. Um, so this past 12 months or 18 months or so I have been treating myself and treating my family we've been getting away with it's not with Spain it's to Bethali or it, it, you know it's it's all, all over Wales and all over the UK so that has to be priority now um, so September 24th uh, Demi Town Hall Purge Night I'm not going to be there so that's a confirmation you're not going to be there I'm absolutely not going to be there I'm going to so, be sat on the beach in uh, south, uh, southern Spain uh, Marks might say here yeah, Danzig is the poster boy for this event in Denby do you have something in line, something planned for him? Absolutely, of course you. Yeah. An answer uh, to his question, perhaps. There may or may not be uh, an answer to his question, whether it's in the uh, the form that he's looking for. Uh, well, personally, I don't really care. It probably but, won't be. It, of course, it won't be. Uh, somebody like Danzig's never happy. Never ever happy. You can give him what he wants, and he still want more. So absolutely, I won't be there. Absolutely, he will be there, and absolutely, he is the poster boy. So we have something very special in line for Danzig that night. So the BWP faithful can be in line for something very special, maybe a bit of retribution, perhaps? Uh, I wouldn't say retribution. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I can't prove that he attacked me or who attacked me on the first But week. you obviously, you speculate. Of course, speculate. Of course, you, I you think You put two and two together and you get X. Of, of course. Um, you know, 
I was a professional wrestler for 13, 14 years consistently. I can take a good idea as, as well as I can give a good idea. And I, that side doesn't bother me. You're involved in the wrestling business. You've got to know that there's going to be certain individuals, certain characters that are not going to like your decisions. And, uh, you know, sometimes they're going to take it too far. Or maybe it's not too far. That's the wrestling business. That's what we're in. We're in the fighting business, right? We're all in the battle. You're a referee, Johnny. Absolutely. You've got to know that you get in there and you call the shots, you make the decisions. But you don't get knocked about from time to time because that's the nature of the beast. Chris, you were backstage, you know, how, how many times do these uh, brawls end up brawling straight through the curtain, straight backstage, straight into your domain? All the time. Exactly, All so time. You, you know that even you're... Not a fighting outfit, Chris. Even you. though you're the guy back that's back. pressing the keys backstage, you're still at risk. You know, we're all at risk, of course we are, that's the nature of the wrestling business. It's more real than people, you know, give it credit for these days. Uh, you know, tempers flare and emotional. You know, it's... But no, top and bottom of it is, no, I'm not there. Yes, Danzig will be there. Will I have some form of response to Danzig? Yeah, there'll be some form of response to Danzig. Can you can you shed light on what kind of response that is, or is it going to be a case of buy tickets, turn up on the night and find out? I'm a promoter. I'm not going to give anything away for free. Come and pay in Denby. It's particularly cheap, and I say that the tickets are cheap, not the show. It's seven pound a ticket. It's the best value in Wales. In okay. Is it, is it, yeah, well, I mean, I mean you know, there's a lot of piss pop promotions out there where you can pay less for a, for a ticket, but then you get the quality. Yeah, but let's no, be honest, you, yeah. you get the absolute best quality from Britannia Wrestling Promotions. And in Denby, because it's always been our local promotion, it's over eight years now. It's, it's been We've been going for eight years. We spent, this is Denby Town overall, eight. Um, eight years we've been going. We've always tried to keep the ticket prices down to encourage our local fans, our own home, our home base of fans, keeping them regular, and it works. So there you have it, guys. You know, you want to know what's going to happen to Danzig. You want to know what Steve Saxon's got in store for him. Buy your tickets. £7, like you said, extremely good value. Uh, you can you can find details of the event uh, on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, and extreme is the perfect word to use for Demi Town or Brawl. It is the one night of the year where the rule book kind of gets thrown out of the window. Particularly because at the moment, we haven't got a general manager in place. And I'm not there. I'm going to be in southern Spain. I am going to be absolutely off my face by the time Demitano Brawl starts. So, but it is the one show of the year where we do get extreme. You say there aren't any rules, but can you enlighten us uh, a bit more on the title of The Purge? Absolutely. Obviously, it's come from the the uh, the movie uh, The Purge. I'm, we all seen that. No, okay. No, I, so, I, I know of it. Yeah. I, okay. I know there's a new one. Very popular movie that nobody's ever heard of, apparently. But no, no, the Purge. We've heard. Yeah, you know, the concept of Purge is, you know, the the show, The Purge, our show, The Purge night, is that there are going to be uh, matches that are sanctioned. Uh, a couple of them I will give out to you this evening and get them out there on social media. But at any point during the evening, at the beginning of the night, at half past seven, on the dot, it will be Chris's responsibility to make sure that the buzzer goes. And when the buzzer goes, it means that we've got two hours exactly for all purges to happen, which means that anything can happen at any time. Two hours later, half past nine, the buzzer will go, everything goes back to normal, everything will be goes back to the way that everybody knows and loves okay but during those two hours join any of those matches at any time any bwp superstar that are on our current roster can make their way to the ring get involved in the match and they will officially and this way it comes down to you two guys max and johnny as referees um you guys will have to accommodate the needs of the pe person or people that are making their way to the ring and get involved in that match anybody can get involved in any of body's match and they will become a part of that match. For example, let's say that the Bayface Pitbull is defending his Welsh title, uh, which he will be at Purge Night. Let's say, for argument's sake, he's on with Dan Evans. And let's say that during that match, 
Bert Fabulous wants to get involved. Okay, just for argument's sake. As soon as Bert slides into that ring, Max, John, it's your responsibilities to treat Bert as equally as you would treat Dan and Pitbull. Which means that Bert can pin Dan, Bert can pin Pitbull, and Bert can walk out there the boss champion. Uh, it also means that if on his way out of that match, Dave the Rave Desire wants to attack Bert and pin Bert, he can do. Because throughout those two hours, anything can happen. And it, basically the entire evening is based on the referee's decision. So the night is run pretty much, Max. Uh, quite scary saying this. It's run by you and Johnny as the referees. It'll be your decision. It'll be down to you about what you, how far you're allowing this to go. That's a lot of responsibility to put onto a ref. Absolutely. Uh, even, even myself, and I don't know how Johnny feels about this, but uh, do you really think that's the right option? You say that's a lot of responsibility for me and Max, but after what's happened over the summer season, I'm not too sure if you're aware, but is Max not going to be involved in his own sort of uh, match, I perhaps? I have been hoping that you'd bring this up. Mm. Obviously, I've not been there. I've seen the clips. I've heard what the wrestlers have been saying, what the fans have been saying, but I've only seen the clips. I didn't experience it first hand. So why don't you guys tell me exactly what all the shit is with the between one little scouse dwarf and one little Walsh dwarf? What's what, what's going on, Max? I don't know. Well, well I don't know. Do you know I think I think really we need to go back to the summer rumble because that's for me. This seems to be the moment where it all kicked off. I mean, Dan Evans was in a match against Mark Morgan defending his. PWI BWP World Catchweight Championship. Hashtag match of the year. Absolutely, that was a phenomenal match. Uh, obviously, during that match, uh, Max, I'm sure you remember it very well, Dan, threw you right in front of Mark Morgan's flying knee. Uh, you went down like a ton of bricks. He kicked Mark Morgan low, right in the balls, hit him with his finish, um, called for you, Johnny. You came out as a secondary referee. You made that three count. And as far as Dan Evans is concerned, he became the world champion. I mean, obviously, that was overturned. Obviously, Max, you were the sanctioned referee for that match and you made the call that the match must be restarted. Um, then Mark Morgan went on to win the match and defend his belt. Obviously, he relinquished it, but regardless of the fact, Dan Evans now believes that he was champion and was a deserved champion and he should still be champion. And really, Max, it all comes down to that call and the fact that he's got it in for you and he thinks you cost him that match and you cost him that title. Right, let's just get one thing straight. I was the sanctioned referee for that match. Not Johnny. I appreciate Johnny's efforts. He came in and he did exactly what he was trained to do. But I was the sanctioned referee. So, therefore, the pin and the count were illegal and did not count. So, I did what I had to do and what I thought was the fairest option. And that was to restart that match. I have to agree with Max. Johnny did nothing wrong. He was on the sidelines, the referee was down, uh, it was an integral part of the match. Uh, I was actually stuck with Johnny on the sidelines uh, moments before all that kicked off and I disappeared to go, to go and see you Chris backstage. Uh, next time I look through the curtain, Johnny's in the ring. Uh, good call by Johnny, he thought he was doing the right thing, it was you know, the first time he'd ever got in the ring as a referee. Um, but then I have to agree with Max, uh, Max was the official for that, he wasn't just throw away a match, it, it, it was for our main championship, not just the BWP's main championship, but PWI's main championship. Um, Max has been around for a fair few years now, he knew what he was doing, he made the right call. Uh, Dan naturally wasn't happy at the end of it because Mark managed to get himself together enough to uh, actually make that uh, pinfall and, and w win the match. I was going to say walk away with the title, but he didn't because he actually rel relinquished the title that night. Uh, but yeah, I have to agree, I don't think any of you guys are wrong, but you both did a superb job that night. 
you, especially Max, given that you did take that rather stiff knee to the face, which uh, again I didn't see it happen uh, live, but when I came back later that evening and watched it back, I was I was amazed that you were able to get up from that. To be honest with you, uh, so yeah, fantastic job, fantastic match. Let's get get to the uh, cut to the chase here, Max. Dan's looking for something. And he's looking for a match. He made that more than obvious last week. We've all seen the uh, promotes floating around on social media at the moment. Do you want to add a match? We know that, you know, what, four years ago now, you trained to be a wrestler. You started training. You've got a, a history in, was it karate or judo or origami or something? You you tell me, Max, do you want do you want this match with Dan Evans? Okay, yes, I have trained. And I was the first ever Britannia Wrestling Academy, which is now known as North Wales Wrestling Dojo. I was the first ever trainer of the year. That's right, you were. But I haven't trained in a long time. I am no longer a wrestler. I am a referee. Well, fair. I don't think you were ever a wrestler, Max. I think it's fair to say that yeah, at best you won't train any of the year because you were a trainee. And there's a you know, it's not even a very fine line. There's a lot of trainees out there the, these days that as soon as they lock up for the first time, they're on social media telling everybody how they're a wrestler and they've already bought their gear and already got the finishing move. You were a very good trainee, but you got to that level where you didn't think you could go any further. You got pushed into the refereeing side. You tell us, well, how did it go? How did it go? Uh, yes, I pointed you. You put, stood, sat there pointing at me right now. I, I pointed you as a referee. And I think in hindsight, four years later, I think that was a very good call. Yeah, no, I got it, Rick. Um, because I know, because you told me and other wrestlers told me that a good referee, which I consider myself to be, not trying to be big-headed, but a good referee is worth 10 good wrestlers. Regardless of that fact, Max, I mean, you have said on numerous occasions, even here on the podcast, you will not wrestle Dan Evans. You've said this numerous times to both of us. I mean, and I was there in real last week, you know. Dan Evans made it very clear he doesn't want to wrestle you. He wants to fight you. I have no problem with fighting anyone. I'll make that perfectly clear. But do I want to fight Dan Evans? No, not at all. Let's put it this way, Max. It's purge tonight. As I've just explained, anything can happen. Dan Evans is going to be there. He's always there. He's always there. Whether you want him there or not, he's there. He can at any point, not just intervene in matches, but he can, go then do, he can do whatever he wants. So you've got to ask yourself this. Are you willing to go into a, a show where you've got a lot of responsibility on your shoulders, as well as Johnny's shoulders? And are, you allowing, are you willing to put yourself in a position where you could be attacked at any point? Or would you rather be in a position where... I maybe say right now, okay, I'm going to put you in a match with Dan Evans at Demitano Brawl 8, Purge Night, where you have time to prepare for that mentally, physically. Which would you prefer? Because let's be honest, this is professional wrestling. It's been G'd. It's going to happen. Everyone knows that. It's how it happens is what's important. Do you want to try and dodge this and then get your arse kicked when you're not expecting it? Or do you want time to prepare for it so you can actually get in the ring and now maybe, maybe... Have a chance against Dan Evans. Or at least a chance to stand up for yourself. Win, lose or draw. At least you could have an opportunity to stand up for yourself. i got a question for you, Max. Week three, summer season, you were scheduled to referee his match with Pyro. Obviously, you had trained as wrestler and now you are a referee. And you claim to be the hardest working, best looking referee in British history. How do you feel when Dan Evans comes to the ring and says, you're not good enough to referee his match. He brings me out instead, the rookie referee, and demands that you leave the ring because he's questioning your ability. That makes me, to be fair, that pisses me off. You know, I know my ability. You guys here know my ability. 
But regardless of that, Max, I mean, we were there. He didn't challenge you to a fight. Dan Evans said he is going to fight you in Denby. I mean, potentially, the question is here, are you ready for that fight? Right. This is how it is. I've had it up to here with all the questions of you guys. I've had it up to here with Dan Evans bullying me, pushing me, and he's taking me to that limit. Now, there's a point where you can push a man to where he sees nothing but that red mist. And I fear that on September the 24th, Debbie Town Hall Brawl 8, that red mist is going to descend upon me. Well, we've already seen a bit of that. The clip I saw that Chris sent me last week, you, uh, he was pushing you and pushing you and pushing you. Actually, and in fairness, I mean, as the uh, promoter and owner, and founder, of course, of Britannia Wrestling Promotions, um, it's my responsibility to make sure that the wrestlers, staff, referees, everybody's kept safe. Um, Dan put his hands on you first, yes? Yeah. He had you locked tried, in, a, he in tried, bar in the ring. He tried to end my career by breaking my arm. Of course. Because obviously you can only make a count with one arm, can't you? But you're absolutely right. And then, but from what I saw, quite rightly so, you gave it back and you gave him one hell of a right bitch slap. And he went straight down. He went straight down. Oh, well, fuck, stop. No, it wasn't a bitch slap. It was a max slap. It was a proper fucking punch. It's worse than a bitch slap. It was a very stiff working punch. But you gave back as good as Dan was giving out that night. But is that going to be enough at Denby? You have all this responsibility on your shoulders. Uh, at Denby, can you handle the extra added responsibility of constantly looking over your shoulder to make sure that Dan's not coming for you? Whether he's in a match or he's not in the match, he's going to be there because he's a slimy little bastard and he's everywhere you look. Are you able to take all this on? Can you make sure that all the matches are Stalis Sterling matches as well as making sure that you're able to protect yourself? And with it being Denby, Max, I assume that your your wife, your two boys, your children are going to be there. Yeah, they will be. So, where do we go with this, Max? I think, after listening to the advice and the questions from you guys... You're going to quit British wrestling and move no. to Spain with me on September 24th. <laughs> <laughs> I think after listening to you guys, I think I don't have any options. I think I'm going to have to face Dan Evans in a fight. Fight fire with fire, Max? Yeah. Is that official? Can we announce that? You need to ask the boss. It's up to him. Can we sanction that, Mr. Steve Sachs? I think absolutely. Uh, my mind was already made up before uh, I came into my dining room. From the kitchen <laughs> to the dining room. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been speaking to you know a few guys on the uh, on the booking committee, and um, it was already decided pretty much a week or so ago that. Uh, it had to be done for a number of reasons. One, the fans want to see it, and that's always paramount. That's always priority. Is what do the fans want to see from the ovation that you got last week when you did fight back for the first time, Max, and rightfully so as well. Um, they want to see this. They want to see Max Davies versus Dan Evans. Well, who am I to disappoint the fans? Well, you disappoint your wife on a nightly basis, so you know. But they want to see that, Max. Um, so I'm going to give it to him as long as you're happy to go forward with this, or as happy as you can be. Known, you know that the the odds are stacked up against you. You're stepping into a wrestling ring on a wrestling show against a guy that's been wrestling for like pretty much well, damn near what like twelve, thirteen years probably. I think that the one thing that I have in my favour though is that I'm not facing Dan Evans, the professional wrestler, in a wrestling match. I'm facing him in a Denby street fight, and the rules of a street fight are way more violent 
than the regular rules for the rules in Street Fighter there's no rules but one thing you have to remember that that's very true on any other show throughout the year for BWP whether it be in North Wales or, or over in Liverpool but this show is purged nice so you're fighting this guy in a street fight that's what you're going into the match and you're going to the match with a street fight and I'm not trying to put you off here at all Max I'm trying to encourage you I would love for you to just wipe the fucking smile off Dan Energy's face I would love for that to happen I think a lot of people would agree with me with that but one thing you've got to remember is the rules of the night are this anybody can get involved in any match at any time and anything can happen this can come to bite you on the arse, Max. Think of all the decisions that you've made and all the matches that you've called and all the people that might be thinking they've been done wrong by you. You could be done over in this match by somebody who you're not expecting. It's like a police officer who gets done for something dodgy and then gets sent down to jail. And the first day he walks into that uh, jail, he turns around and looks and he spots about 20 inmates there that he put inside. Absolutely. It's just like that, Max. Yeah, you put me on that entire now. roster. <laughs> that entire we're not trying to put you off, John. Prepare you. That entire roster at some time over the past four years that you've been refereeing for BWP, you have either pissed off or you've cost not cost him a title, but you've been the guy that counts you three or you know got the bow to ring because they've tapped out for a title match or a number one contenders match or any given opportunity, just a match itself. And they will turn and they will not, as any wrestler, as you know, as any guy in this room will know, that any wrestler will not turn around and go, well, you know what, that was my fault that I lost that match tonight. It was my fault that I lost that title. They'll turn around and go, you know what, my opponent screwed me, but so did the referee. And until the last couple of months, the only referee that we've ever really used is Max Davis. I'm not saying you've got a lot of people gunning for you, Max, but there's a lot of people at the backstage that may want to make a bit of noise, may want to use Purge Night as their elevation to the next level. And they will sit there and they'll see you in that ring and think, opportunity. There's a guy there that these fans clearly love. And there's a guy there and out of his death already, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to make myself famous. But by the same token, everyone that night is going to have a bullseye on their back. Absolutely. Everybody. Everyone. Everybody. And all I'm focusing on is Dan Evans. You guys have goaded me into this. I'm going to focus all my energy. We've not goaded you into anything, Max. We're trying to protect you. As a friend, four years we've known each other, you and I personally. There's a reason why you're not just the referee and BWP, but your head referee. There's a reason you're at the top of that ladder that you're on, and it's because you're a friend and because you are very, very good at what you do, and a lot of people respect you for what you do. What you said, you got massive Robinson doesn't need a ladder, does he? Des Robinson doesn't know. He's he's amongst the gods as it is anyway. You'll never be a Des. You're good, but you're not Des good. We're just trying to prepare you, Max. It's going to be a hard, hard fought fight. Win, lose, or draw, does it really matter? To you, probably. For me, looking at you getting in that match, not necessarily. The fact that you stand up to Dan, you stand up to a bully. And my old man and my old, my old ma used to say to me, win, lose, or draw, whether you're left on the floor in a puddle of blood or you're still standing tall, it doesn't matter if that bully will never turn around and do the same thing to you again. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And there's one thing that my life has shown me, is that I'm a fighter. I was born three months premature. Almost died. I had to fight to save my life. I was bullied in school and took up martial arts and fought against them bullies. Now that martial arts skills I have never used since I was 16. However, I think they may come back to bite Dan Evans on the arse. Yeah! Okay, so first thing tomorrow morning, I'm going to call up one of the members of the BWP faithful, Mr. Peter Sheridan, the fella who trained me and mentored me to become 
a British karate champion, and then the hard work begins. Well, I mean, fighting talk there, Max. I mean, I mean, Steve. Before we move on from from the purge, obviously, so much has gone on this past summer season. I mean, do you have any more announcements? Any more match announcements you want to make regarding the purge before we move to? Uh, well, that's you, what that's what we're here for. You you promised us exclusives announcements. Well, you want the scoops. Okay, no problem at all. The main thing to focus on uh, over the summer season, from what I've seen uh, and heard, is uh, new champions. Uh, for the first time ever, we've had like new tag team champions, new Welsh champion over the course of the summer season. So let's talk about the tag team champions first of all. We started off week one, Dean and Pyro, two very good friends that came together. Not necessarily a great tag team, but they were they were learning. Absolutely, we spoke that way. on the last, on yeah. the last but, podcast where the tag team dynamic wasn't quite there. Absolutely. Well, I said they absolutely. weren't as experienced as someone like the Yolas they were tag Individually, they were the two great superstars and I think, you know, on that one night in that four-way match when they're at Champions Ball, mm-hmm. uh, when those guys won the tag team straps, um, Dean, maybe Dean, a bit of luck came into play. Uh, credentials speak for themselves. Absolutely. Uh, Pyro as well. Pyro as well. You know, Pyro's a former rookie champion. He's one, He's a multi-time uh, B2B award winner. He's been on TNA Bootcamp. He's been on other you know BBC programs. He's done a lot in the short time that he's been around in the BWP. He's done quite a lot. And together, I think on that one night uh, when Dean and Pyro uh, were, were kind of forced together uh, by the BWP management, they went out there and won the titles. And they did that for a reason because individually they were good enough. On that one night, they managed to gel together. And but unfortunately, when you put them together against a team like the other squad that have been pretty much like bro- brothers since they were, before they became teenagers and they, they trained together from the age of like 11 or 12 years old. And when they finally moved up to the BWP when they were 16, 17 years old, they, they were already a fully formed, fully pledged tag team that could, they, they knew what they all were doing every second. When Ethan gets in the ring and he hits one rope, Drew knows exactly what's coming next and he's there because they're used to each other. Doesn't matter how good Dean is, doesn't matter how good Pyro is individually, that's that's fine, they could probably beat the Yolo squad over and over again. But as a tag team, it's never gonna happen. And it didn't happen. Yeah, there's a certain chemistry that you need to be a successful tag team. And unfortunately for Dean and Pyro, they didn't quite click. Okay, yeah, they had the moon set and they were successful, but they weren't successful for a long period of time. Because that tag team chemistry was not there. Yeah, mistakes were made. And it cost them the titles. So we've seen, uh, Chris, from their mistakes that Dean obviously had had enough from this. And he decided that enough was enough. And we, we discussed it last time. Uh, he brutally attacked Pyro. Whether it was warranted or not, he, he just... He lost it, absolutely lost it. So this sets up potentially a... Dean's a very, very proud guy. Love him or hate him, I've known him now since 2009. He's a very proud guy and he's a very nice guy. And everyone loves Dean, everyone gets on with Dean, everyone likes to watch Dean wrestle, everyone loves to work Dean. But he's a very proud guy. He lost the tag team straps 12 months ago, thereabouts. Dean was world catchweight champion. And he's the longest reigning catchweight champion in the BWP history. He's now found himself in the tag team with Pyro, with this young, compared to Dean, as a rookie. Uh, although Pyro, you know, certainly isn't in, in terms of things, but you know, compared to Dean, he made it seen as that. And then Pyro is making these moves and these judgments by himself as an individual, and that's what we talked about. They're not formed as a tag team, and it cost Dean the tag team titles. Dean's going to be pissed off. As nice a guy as Dean is or can be, he's going to be pissed off. 
He took it to heart. I mean, I caught it with him backstage after 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 this happened, and he, I believe the term he word the word he called him was Japanese joke. I mean, and obviously you got you got to understand unmasking someone in the ring, which is what he did to Pyro. That that for a masked wrestler, that is the ultimate sign of disrespect and humiliation. Absolutely. And he took it so personally that he felt that he had to let this anger out of himself. And obviously, he has a grudge now against Pyro. He 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 cost them the World Tag Team Championships. So do we think we're going to see a change in attitude from Dean McManus now? I think we already have. And Dean going to those lengths where he actually took somebody's mask off, and you know, Dean's—he's a smart guy. He understands all this. He knew exactly what he was doing. That's not really a side of Dean McManus that I've seen before. You know, I've seen Dean that will go out there and. When he's lost titles before, he's lost major matches before, and I'm talking about tag team titles when it's been in a big situation and a steel cage situation. Max, I'm sure you remember that you yeah, refereed that match so. against the uh, Blackpool Blondes, and then he's reacted afterwards. Sometimes not in the usual positive light that we've come to uh, know and appreciate from Dean McManus, but to go out there and rip off a so-called friend, a good friend, a best friend, his mask. Okay, give him a give him you know give him a bit of a slack, give him a bit of a. You know, a bit of a nudge, that's fair enough, it happens to friends, that's what friends should be able to do, but to take a mask off in public, I've never seen that side of Dean before. So when you talk about, you know, are we going, we're going forward, are we going to see a change in attitude in Dean? We've seen it, it's happened. But it's down now to the, how far is Dean going to take this to make sure that he gets one of those bits of gold back, whether it be the catchweight title that he had 12 months ago, or the PWI tag team titles that he had a month ago. So can we see this culminate where the two of them face off, you know, Dean versus Pyro, uh, all things going to be left in the ring. This is wrestling, Johnny. Of course, you've got to get to see the wrestle. That's what everybody knows. Whenever there's any sort of breakup in wrestling, it happens. You know, like, you know, it, some people call it breaking kayfabe. It's treating, for me, it's just not treating the uh, fans like idiots. Something like that happens, it's money. As a promoter, if, if I see you right in my wrestling ring that a tag team is broke up for whatever reason, whatever differences they have, then I want to put those two together and I want to hype that and I want to build it because it makes money. That's so when's this going to happen? It's going to happen on Purge Night. Of course it is. It's Denby. It's our home venue, our hometown. They know Pyro. They know Dean. They love Pyro. They've loved Dean. They've won the tag team titles there. They've been gone. They moved over to Real for a month. And when they come back, they haven't got the tag titles and they don't even like each other anymore. It's the perfect place, the perfect time to put these two guys together. So absolutely, Purge Night... September the 24th, Denby Town Hall, it's going to be Dean McManus versus Pyro. So there you have it, yet another exclusive from Steve Saxon. Buy your tickets now, because this is a night that cannot be missed. Okay, so earlier on this evening you did mention that the Welsh title is going to be defended at Denby Town Hall, Brawl 8, the Purge night. So tell us, okay, we all know that the babyface pitbull is a current holder, tell us, who's he going to be facing Saxon? I thought long and hard about this, Max, and the answer is quite simple. I'm a fair man. I'm a fair man. Danzig is going to be Pitbull's opponent. And that may seem like pretty crazy given all the shit that he's been thrown my way over the past uh, couple of months. But in, as an in-ring competitor, Danzig is you know kind of second to none in most cases. And he performs, he delivers, and he's going to get what he deserves. We all know how close you are with Pitbull. It's no secret that you, you're both good friends. We're good friends, we've had problems, good friends now. Yeah, of course. So, is this not a way of you getting back at Danzig via Pitbull? Why would you say that, Max? But aren't you and Danzig at loggerheads? Well, from my point of view, no. From his, 
it seems so. But what does that matter? I'm giving the guy a title opportunity here against Pitbull. Pitbull needs an opponent. Can you think of anybody better than Danzig at the moment? I know who I'd like to see face Pitbull. Look, you've got a match already, Max. It's not not me. Let's not talk about titles just yet. I could say that we'd like to see him up against a very strong member of the BWP roster, which is CJ Banks, who we haven't seen for a while. That's true. But personally, I'd like to see the Pitbull face Dan Evans. Of course you would. And let me guess, the match before yours, yeah? How's that? Whilst title match with Dan Evans versus Pitbull and then followed by Max versus Dan. You can well, potentially be the Welsh champion. Where Pitbull is the referee in your match as well. <laughs> I, would, I would disagree with all those. Okay, so there we have it. Yet another exclusive here on BWP Encore Radio. The babyface Pitbull will be defending his Championship of Wales against the ultra-violent, the misery machine, Danzig, at Denby Town Hall Brawl 8, The Purge. Get your tickets now. Right, okay, we will be talking about BWP Scouser Series, and we'll be talking about it right after this. Welcome to Do Fall Over. Oh, hold on, love. Hold on, hold on. All right, everybody. It's Terry Barry here from Terry Barry's Meat Market in St. John's, and I'm here to tell you about BWP Scouser Series. It's going to be on the 30th of September at the Dome on Renshaw Street, Grand Central. You know, it used to be Barcelona Bar. Pretty green eyes and all that shenanigans. Right. Tickets, right, the better value than one of my mystery bags of meat. So get yourself down there, family tickets, 40 quid. See all the action from Britannia Wrestling Promotions. Right, I've got to go now. What do you want, love? Pig's ears for the dogs? I'll chuck in a dick for free. And we're back. Thank you very much for staying with us. Unfortunately, Steve Saxon hasn't made it back from the red line with us. He is propping up the bar with his double vodka and Red Bull. So, a few more matches that we'd like to announce for Denby Town Hall Brawl 8, The Purge. Chris? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we mentioned earlier, yourself, Max, you're taking on Dan Evans in a street fight. And we also mentioned, obviously, an exclusive from Steve Saxon that the babyface Pitbull is going to be taking on Danzig. For the Welsh title. Um, for the Welsh title, of course. Um, so, in addition, uh, I know we touched on it earlier, but we can now officially announce it has been signed. Dean McManus will be taking on Pyro one-on-one. A match that I'm sure both competitors are relishing. Yeah, I mean, Pyro's out for revenge. Yeah, of course he is. But he's going to have to produce something special to be able to beat Dean McManus, I feel. Yeah, I mean, he was disrespected as mask taken, so I mean, that's a fire under him, and I'm sure he's going to you know, bring it to, to DMAC. And what other matches have you got to tempt our titillation with, Chris? Well, I'll tell you what, i got a cracker of a tag match here for you, Max. We've got Dan Tullin's boys versus the Island Brothers. Island Brothers, strong team at the moment. Uh, we've seen them during the summer season. Very, very strong team. Uh, them Tullin's boys, a crowd favourite, a huge crowd favourite. Coming out with their whistles, acting like they're drunk. They probably are, but... Acting? Might... I've seen the bottle of uh, Jack... <laughs> yeah, I've seen that as well, actually. Have you seen Johnny? No. No. Don't say much, do you? No. You're going to say much, Johnny? Yes. <laughs> the floor is yours. Well, we already know it was announced earlier on Facebook that the Island Brothers will be taking on the Yolo squad at Scouser Series. So uh, I, I fully expect them to go into uh, Denby Town Hall and look to make a statement. A steamroller over the uh, the Tellums boys and uh, gain some momentum going into that title match at Scouser Series. I totally agree, but I'm just wondering who put the bloody 50p piece in you? 
He's a bit tired after coming back from the Reds, is a poor Johnny. He uh, just can't stick the pace with me, Saxon Chris. Johnny, would you like to announce the exclusive? No. Look at all your games tonight. And we have an exclusive hot off the press. And to tell you all about it, I'm going to hand you over to the newest BWP referee, Johnny B. Goodman. Yes, Max, an exclusive indeed. Steve Saxon has left us with announcing this gem of a match. We have 100% Welsh beef, Dylan Roberts, taking on none other than the pound-for-pound best, the juice, CJ Banks. Yeah, this is going to be a cracker of a match, to be honest, Chris, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously two of the best wrestlers we have today in Britain, so should be a barnstorm. I have an interest in this match, uh, Dylan Roberts versus CJ Banks. Dylan Roberts, of course, being one of the people who broke me into the business, one of my uh, closest friends within the business. Um, it's going to be a top-notch match. There's no doubt about it. You've got two of the best. Both have been publicised in various British wrestling magazines. They work across the country. It's going to be, like you said, Chris, a barn burner, mate. We've already spoken at, uh, about a potential match of the year candidate uh, with Dan Evans and Mark Morgan at the Summer Rumble, but I say hold fire on that. You wait until this night, uh, till Denver Town Hall brawl before making your decision because this has got the potential to be match of the year. Okay, you bring up a good point there, Johnny. We're only three months away from the annual BWP Awards Bash where there's going to be scores of awards given out. Of course, there is match of the year. There is villain of the year, there's face of the year, tag team of the year. There's all sorts of awards given out. Unfortunately, though, Johnny, there is no referee of the year because we both know who would win that. Although, of course, you know, Johnny will be pleased to hear that there is a, a rear of the year, so. Oh, yeah, he's got a much fitter ass than me. I'm not that daft. But you're the only person that would notice that, won't you, Chris? Of course. I, I mean, I've been, 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 You've been a, assessing. Being BWP's technical saviour to the masses, I mean, I'll be putting together the videos for this show. I mean, I'll be paying special attention, so, I mean, it's only fair to... Oh, so you're the new Helen Sheridan. <laughs> Helen Sheridan, of course, is uh, a former member of management of BWP who, of course, compiled the Rear of the Year Award for several years for us. And of course, I never won it, which I'm a bit disgusted about. I bet you voted for yourself, didn't you? You can't vote for yourself. I'm in with a shot this year, then. I'm going to do a clean sweep of all the nominations I get. I'm going to get whenever. I think Dave Delvecchio won the last You'll have one. to just vote. No, sexy Kev won it. Ah, uh, Dave Delvecchio won it. Pay attention, Max. He's a three won it one year as well. Uh, yeah. Oh, you, you have been um, uh, delving into the, the history uh, books. The poll they did last year. Sorry, Johnny, you can just vote for each other. I won't even... Man, I've got a fat ass. I'm not even going to get on to it. Who I'm, actually yeah, Who actually comes up with the choices? you fat ass, son. It's like... BAM! Well, last year it was Kim, and the years before that it was BWP. You are more than qualified to take over the role I'm, if you I'm wish, sure, Chris. I'm sure. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm observing a lot of footage these days. I mean, I'm sure I'd have to, you know, form an opinion. Of yeah, we something. heard you like looking at Rears, men's Rears. Well, if you're talking about the Yolo squad... And we all know Johnny has a bit of an obsession with uh, the Yolo squad. No, we don't. But of course, we are three months away from the BWB Awards Bash. Uh, we, I think we've covered them down all brawl, haven't yeah, that's we? The, that's the announced card so far, Yeah, Max. that's the announced card. It's going to be one hell of a show. And of course, don't forget that special purge rule. From the first bell until a prescribed time, there is going to be the ruling where you can purge on a match. 
basically anyone can get legally involved in any match and win that match. So, for example, if Sack Gibson is wrestling Roughneck, let's say, the YOLO squad could get involved and any four of those will legally be able to win the match. Yeah, and I mean, you touched on the YOLO squad there. I mean, look, we've got the Island Brothers versus the Talents boys. I mean, they're, they're, the YOLOs are going to take on the Island Brothers in, in Liverpool at the Scar Series. Maybe, you know, they might want to get involved a week early and get a measure of, you know, a one-up on the Island Brothers by joining that match and maybe getting a, you know, having a crack at them in advance. You know, you never know. It, 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 it could be absolutely anyone. It's going to be mayhem and it's going to be entertainment and everyone's going to enjoy it. So visit www.britanniawrestling.co.uk to find out how to get your tickets now. Okay, leading on from Debbie Town Hall Brawl, guys, we do have Scouser Series. We're heavily promoting it at the minute. Uh, we're going up to Liverpool tomorrow. We're handing out flyers. We're having a look at the venue. I'm sure it's going to be a cracking day for us to get the measure of the place. Uh, so let's have a quick recap of the car, please, Chris. Well, I mean, obviously now every, every match has been announced for Liverpool. It's it's a, a start kind of where where do we start? I mean, okay, here's, here's one we can start with. I mean, to me, this is going to be quite an unorthodox match. I mean, Disco Burt is going to be taking on Sexy Kev. Yeah, we all know about that match, Chris. We've discussed it prior, so please let's move <laughs> <hear it> on. <laughs> Fucking out, Chris. For recap purposes, all right, fine. Okay, here's one for you, Max. Dylan Roberts, 100% Welsh beef. Dylan Roberts taking on Mr. No Fear Ray Lloyd. That is going to be one hell of a match. Two of my close friends. Dylan Roberts being one of the initial trainers of the North Wales Wrestling Dojo. And of course, Ry Lloyd is the North Wales Wrestling Dojo original. He is the first ever graduate of the North Wales Wrestling Dojo. I'm expecting a five-star match. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. They've been around uh, BWP for a while, uh, both making names for themselves, but they've never actually fought. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see. Uh, how these two square off against each other. And how about this, guys? We have the Asian sensation, Pyro, going up against the red right-hand powerhouse, Dave Del Vecchio. Yeah, I mean, this is, bear in mind, this is just one week after his match with uh, Dean McManus, so what kind of condition is Pyro going to be in for that match? You know, he, he might be a little worse for it. Yeah, and of course, Dave Del Vecchio, as far as we know, isn't planned for any matches in Denby, so he could be very, very fresh. That's not to say that he won't be there, but he could be very, very fresh going into that match, whereas Pyro will be suffering the effects of that match with Dean McManus. As always, when the Red Right Hand are involved, Pyro needs to watch his back, because we know that there's going to be other members of the Red Right Hand there, and to what involvement they're going to have on that match. You know, we, 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 we say it all the time, Red right hand, underhanded tactics, anything to win. Leave it at that. And of course, talking about Dean McManus, he's going to be in action at Liverpool as well. He's going up against Tasseltastic, one of the Dome's favourite. He's going up against delicious Danny Hope. Yeah, obviously Danny Hope, one of uh, you know Liverpool's favourites. And we haven't seen him for a while in BWP, so it'll be nice to see him back. Always a crowd favourite. I'm sure Liverpool are looking forward to the catwalk. <laughs> well, I mean, where can we possibly go from that? I know, another match. Uh, yeah, okay, so there's one I'd like to discuss, actually. It's Liverpool's number one, Sack Gibson, who we know is going to be there, and he has issued an open challenge to the roster of BWP. Guys, who do you think is going to answer that challenge? Well, who's not I don't know what you're trying to say. If we add up who's in a match and who isn't from the roster that's been announced, is it going to be as simple as mathematics, or is it going to be well, someone it doesn't completely... doesn't matter whether they're in a match or not. 
This exactly, that's what I mean. Is it going to be somebody who's already had a match? Is it somebody that who just going to turn up? Who's there? We just don't know. Really, I I couldn't even second guess. Could you second guess, Chris? I can always second guess. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I mean, let's think of some names. I mean, let's think of some names. Who do we have on our call roster that's not been announced? Guys like Sonny Derson. Yeah, that'd be uh, a good match. Guys like Joey Hayes. I mean, that'd be another. We haven't match. seen him for a very long time. He's out with an injury, so. Yeah, has he recovered? Do we know whether he's recovered? I I, I couldn't confirm. I think that. Uh, Chris been around giving him special massages. That wouldn't surprise me. Well, Chris, you know, whatever, you know. whatever shortens that uh, that rehab time. Anyone else? Who can you think of, Johnny? I just told you I couldn't second guess, and then you went, I could second guess. Alright, since Johnny's not with it today, let's have a few more names. What about a try? See, this is what the red line does to you. Yeah. That's why me and you. We can handle our drink, you see. Well, yeah, we can handle our drink. Johnny, you can't. Johnny, you are the BWP fanny. <laughs> okay, rattle off some more names, Chris Dutton, you technical saviour to the BWP masters. Okay. You. What about a Troy McCarthy? What about Cyanide? God forbid. What about a DJ King? Dan Evans. You never know. Maybe even Lana Austin might turn up for a fight. Yeah, it's plausible. We've never had the mixed gender match between two wrestlers at BWP before. Okay, yes, I've had the match with Lana, but again, I'm not a wrestler. So, it's very possible, and I'm sure that would be entertaining as fuck, to be fair. Okay, so we've gone on to women's matches, but of course there is one huge more match at the Dome, Liverpool Scouser Series. It's the main event, which is... It's going to be the leader of the red right hand, Don Micho, defending his PWI BWP World Catchweight Championship against none other than the babyface Pitbull. And in addition to that, we do have a special guest enforcer, MMA legend, Liverpool's very young Dave Faulkner. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, as we always say the red right hand has their way. They always have that gang mentality. They always look at, have each other's backs. I mean, they're going to have to have eyes in the back of their head with Dave Faulkner at ringside. I think it's a very smart move by Steve Saxon. He knows what the red right hand are like. He knows the reputation. And he has countered that spot on with the introduction of Dave Faulkner. And he will not stand for any nonsense. And, of course, whoever referees that match, that's going to be one hell of a boost for that referee. In regards to Pitbull's mentality coming into this match, we know he's got a big title match at Denby six days prior to this. So With the purge ruling in effect as well, Johnny. Exactly, so we don't know what kind of condition he's going to be in. Uh, we don't know if he's still going to have the Welsh title, but potentially he could come away from Scouser Series back to us at BWP in North Wales, a multiple champion with the PWY BWP Catchweight Championship and the Welsh Championship around his waist. He could do, of course. But we've got to remember that, of course, Johnny, is because the Welsh Championship cannot be defended outside of Wales. This show's obviously in Liverpool. It's not Wales. That title cannot be defended. If Pitbull wins in Denby, he knows that title is safe when he goes up to Liverpool. Have you ever dreamt about being a wrestler? Standing on the turnbuckle, holding the world title above your head. Now your dreams can become reality with the North Wales Wrestling Dojo. Training sessions are held every Monday and Thursday, 7pm till 9pm, and Saturday, 12 noon till 4pm, at the North Wales Wrestling Dojo, located behind the Little Theatre in Rill, North Wales. Dare to dream with the North Wales Wrestling Dojo. 
Okay, so unfortunately, uh, that's all we've got time for tonight. Uh, the next time we personally are going to return is going to be uh, just after the Denby Town Hall Brawl. We're going to have a special recap show for you, reviewing all of the events and stuff that went down on the night. And maybe my funeral, perhaps. Uh, obviously, before then, uh, the Encore crew, myself, Max and Chris, uh, heading down to Silverdale, Stoke-on-Trent, to go and visit our very good friends at Pro Wrestling For You. Uh, if you're in the area or if you want to come down for a beer, then do so. Maybe not with you, Max, because we know no. what you're like after no. a beer. I drink far too much. You do. But yeah, come along, say hello. We'll be uh, always happy to say hello. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to that. So listeners, please remember to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube and on-demand services. So for myself, Max Davis. Uh, me, Chris Dutton. And me, Johnny B. Goodman. I'm not going to say no star, because you might be listening to this in the morning. So, we'll catch you later. And this podcast is scheduled for one fall. One fall. <laughs> Can you do that again? Sound like waffles. No, 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 no. <laughs> so we've got a few things that we want to go over with you, um, Steve. Um. <laughs> Fuck was that? I love it. I love it. <laughs> Can't keep that in. So you're bringing me in on an encore interview, and we want to talk about you, yeah? Okay, we can talk about you, Matt. Well, you sent the notes and it was... <laughs> Let's start that bit again. The place just fell into darkness and there was some sort of ruckus, a lot of sound going, nothing happened. Uh, well, Sounds like your sex life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only going off what Gemma told me. Go, 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 go. And it was a great show over in Denby, of course. Hashtag Denby. Um... Can you vocally hashtag things? Can you do what? Can Can you vocally hashtag things? He's the boss, he can do what he likes. Uh, Terrible. That's when he started with this. Stop, 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 stop. Please continue. (laughs) But I haven't dreamed in a long, long time. I can tell. You're pounding on the pants there, mate. (laughs) There's a reason why you're not just the referee and beat up that you're head referee. You're on every single show. For now. For now, for now. That you're on every every single show until you get as good looking as Max. It's not going to happen. Every single show. Have you not seen this fucking there. BWP mugshot? I don't need to. Sat right in front of me, the ugly c- There's you a re- sh- there's a reason listen, you're there. Fucking shut up and carry on licking the window. <laughs> <laughs> so can we see this? Come come can we say culminate? Com- so can we see this culminate? Can can we see this culminate? Culminate. I could say that we'd like to see him go up against a member of the BWP roster, a very strong member of the BWP roster, which is CJ Banks, who we haven't seen for a while. That's true. But personally... Sorry. Max! Let's do it. 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 Let's do it.
Let's talk about Max Davis. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> no, no, it's got nothing to do with me. I'm, I'm Put him over enough. With the music in the background from uh, Tony Hart. And we have an exclusive hot off the press. And to tell you all about it, I'm going to hand you over to the newest BWP referee, Johnny B. Goodman. It's B first CJ. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can just, that enthusiasm is just infectious. Oh, yeah, intoxicated. Tony's put another 50p in. <laughs> we have Dylan Roberts versus CJ Banks. Two men that Chris Dutton would love to give a reach around to. Of course, you're not calling wrestling gay or anything, are you? Oh, because sorry. two men in their underwear and baby oil rolling around on the match is not gay. Let's make this clear. No homo. <laughs> <laughs> no homo. <laughs> Fair play to you. What about Troy McCarthy? What about Cyanide? God forbid. What about a DJ King? DJ King. Uh, do you know what? I have been speaking to DJ King. and I hear... He is very keen to get back in the ring. So is he, could... is he going to be in Liverpool? Well, he lives in Runcorn. Oh, God forbid. So it's possible. You know that, Chris. He went to his house. He picked him up. <laughs> Shh, <K-fabe. laughs> He doesn't want anyone to know he lives in fucking Runcorn. Yeah, he lives in Witness because that's so much better. <laughs> Die. <laughs> <laughs>